Today's daf is daf yud. We are at the bottom of Tes Amud Beis. Uh, last line. So the pasuk says as follows: We uh, it says Vuhu Yachel Yisrael. Is that Shimshon? It's so much Shimshon. He began the simple pshat of the pasuk is he began to save the Jewish people. The Jewish people were under uh, the tyranny of the uh, plishtim. They uh, were taxing them, and they were st- taking their crops. And uh, it's un- under Shimshon is when that yoke of oppression uh, ended. Now, the, the Gemara understands the Pesach here, the word Yachel, we have elsewhere in the Torah, Lo Yachel is Devaro, the person is not, abro- uh, uh, not allowed to abrogate an, an oath that he took. And so what the Gemara says, this is really referring to, it's actually last week's Parsha, is we know there was an oath taken between... Avimelech, who was the king of the Plishtim, and Avram Avinu, that their children and grandchildren, that their descendants were going to deal fairly with one another. So says the Gemara that this oath was abrogated in the time of of Shimshon, that that oath was nullified. And Rashi says, why? Because since they treated the Jewish people in a manner which was not appropriate, that's why Shimshon was able to attack them back. Remember the whole, we talked about yesterday, this was a whole ruse he married into them to, to, that, that there would be no repercussions against the Jewish people because the, the judge of Israel all of a sudden goes and marries a non-Jewish woman and lives there. It's like he'd like be an outcast and then he could do whatever he did. But the point is why he was allowed to start punishing back the Plishtim is because that oath was nullified. This, by the way, has tremendous implications because... It's, you're, the, it's creating an assumption uh, that if uh, there's an oath between two individuals, if one, dot, one person breaks his part of the oath, that allows the other person to break his part as well. And this is brought down, where this is brought down very interestingly, it has uh, very, very, very great political and, and, and hashkafic applications. There was a sefer written, written by the Satmarov called the Yoel Moshe. The Moshe made an oath. And basically, in that Sefer, he discusses the concept of the creation of the state of Israel, and he feels that that violates, as the Gemara says in Ksuvas, there was an oath made between, between uh, uh, B'nai Israel and the rest of the world, is that, that until Mashiach comes, we're not allowed to go up to Eretz Israel by force. And he says that, that, that creating a state and making an army is in violation of that. And uh, the, there, I think even the Chavetz Chaim in his letters, and there are many that disagree with him because they hold that, that since through the Middle Ages, culminating in the Holocaust, the way the Jews were treated by the Goyim, that broke the oath that they're supposed to be dealing with us fairly. And once they're supposed to be dealing with us fairly, so uh, they, they broke that oath, therefore we no longer are bound by the oath, that we're not allowed to go up. In, in force. But this, so therefore it has, uh, uh, implications. So this is Lo Yachal, Vihu Yachal, Shez Yashol, Amrabi Chama, Barabi Chanina, Ruchal, Shwasa, Shal Avimelech. That the oath of Avimelech had become nullified, become abrogated. If Siv, that he had made last week's parsh, in Tishkar Lile, Olenini, Vilenechti, that you're not allowed to, uh, deviate or deal inappropriately with me, my children, my grandchildren, my descendants. Vaiter. It says, Vayigdal Hanar, Vayvarcheo Hashem. It says that the uh, child grew up and God blessed him. 
So Rashi says, we don't find that he got any real blessings. What kind of blessings? Did <coughs> we don't see that he was wealthy. What did he get? What his blessing was? So Rashi says that God blesses people in where they are predisposed to, what their where, where where their mindset is. So therefore, we see Avi, we see uh, uh, we see Shimshon had a, a, a tremendous tremendous desire for women. So in that area is where God blessed him. So Bame Baruchus Amrav Yehuda Amrav Shebaruchu Ba'amoso. He blessed him through his male organ, even though Amosu Kumne Adam, even though he had a, uh, a, a, a an average normal size Amo, but Vizarai Kanachal Shaitif, but his seed flowed like a river. I guess it just means that his capacity to indulge in that particular area, his libido was very high. I guess that's what it means. Uh, that, that's the, the shot over there. But that's, that's uh, whatever. Vayikra Shimshon el Hashem. So Shimshon called to Hashem. Vayomra Hashem elokim zachreni no vechaskeni no. This is talking about where he's already been, his hair's been cut, he's been blinded, he's been chained, he's holy, he's been tied to the two pillars that are supporting the entire structure that all the upper echelon of the plishtim are partying. So he said, uh, he said, remember me, strengthen me this one last time. And the Pazak says like this, is that, what did he say to Hashem, that in what merit should you uh, allow me to take vengeance upon the plishtim? So the Pazak says that, uh, Let me at least get vengeance for one of my two eyes that the plishtim poked out. Right, we said they blinded him. So uh, we, Rashi says that the one eye he didn't want for both eyes. One eye he wanted that merit should be for Olam Haba. That his merit should be that he should get Olam Haba. At least one eye give me the merit that I should be able to. Uh, so the Gemara brings down this way the Mefarshim uh, explained it. There was um, there's actually a sefer written by Rav Gershon Weiss. So Talmud from there Yisrael was the, I think the Mashkiach in, in in Staten Island on the whole story of Shimshon. It's a phenomenal safer with all the insights and so we don't look at like the whole story on a on a basic level is like very it's a very uh, you know, but a base story. But he so shows all the deeper uh, insights behind it. So anyway, Amarav Amarav Shimshon Lefnei Kodesh Baruch Initially, Shimshon had had to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Baruch Shalom Zacharli Esrim Shana Shashafat Yisrael. He said, "It's in the merit that I judged Jewish people for twenty years." I never took advantage of my position. I didn't even tell one person move my stick from one place to another. Like bring me my 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 stick. I didn't even do that. That in that merit, at least you should allow me to take vengeance on the plishtim. So it seems that Daddy wasn't answered for that. So he says, "Okay, fine. I, then the merit of one of my eyes that I uh, that I've given up." Okay, says the Gemara as follows: So we had the story was that Shimshon had gone to Timna and had been promised a. Uh, a, 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 a woman, one of the Tim, one of the non-Jewish women who had been promised to him in marriage, and then the father turned around and married her off to someone else. So Shimshon used that as a, uh, a an excuse that 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 he got like he made himself like he got very angry and he took three hundred fox, foxes, he tied their tails together and set them alight, and he set and he and, and he sent them to the, the crops of the plishtim and it destroyed the entire crop 
of the plishtim. That's what the Simona says. Maishna shualim. Why did he specifically use uh, foxes? I mean, foxes are the most difficult animals to catch. For him to catch three hundred wasn't so simple. So why did he choose foxes? So Amar Rabbi Eva Bar Negdi, Amar Abchia Bar Abba. He says Amar Shimshon. Shimshon said like this. He says the difference between a fox and other animals. Other animals when when they're being a, when they're being they're in danger, they turn around and they run away. A a, a, a fox backs away. They go, but they back away from where they're standing. So he says, Yavo Misha Chozala Choram. Let the a fox which backs away from its position, and let them punish the plishtim that broke their oath. Means the oath is referring to the oath at the beginning of the page, the oath that they're not supposed to be treating the uh, Jewish people that are sub, that are sub, being subjugated by them in a harsh manner. So that's why he used it. the marsha ants, and that's why he tied that he burnt the tails because again the tails like the it's like the back. It's like showing that you've you've, you've uh, backed away from from what you, your position should be. Tanya, we learned in the brayso Amrav Shimon Hachosid. Uh, 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 it said that ben shall shimshon shishin amo that the, uh, the, the the between the shoulders of shimshon there were sixty amos. Now that itself has to be some type of exaggeration because uh, uh, an ama in the smallest ama is, an, uh, is one and a half feet. That means he'd have a shoulder breadth of uh, 90, 90 feet. feet. But it probably what it means is that he had the capacity to carry. Uh, as we're going to oh. see, things that were he's, uh, he's yeah. so strong, he could carry something that, along the along his shoulders that was ninety feet wide. So the Shenema, like the Pesach says, it says Vayishkav Shimshon Ad Chatzia He had gone to uh, uh, it, uh, he had, he, would, he had gone to be with a certain zona, and the, the Plishtim surrounded the house, and they wanted to attack him. And he went, and what he did is Vayakam he got up Chatzia Laila Vayochas Bedalzus Sharair. He seized the uh, the uh, he grabbed the, the doors of the city. At Uvishtea Mazuzos on the doorposts by Yasaim Al-Imabariach, and he lifted them out of the ground together with their crossbar by Yasim with the locks by Yasim Aksefov, and he carried it on his shoulders. He carried away the city. The city doors. So uh, the Gemirim, we have a tradition that those doors of Aza were no less than sixty amas wide. So as we see, that his shoulders could bear sixty amas. So he did it. He did it to show them. You know, who, look who you're messing with. The Morris is like this. He says that when he was in jail, it says he was grinding. So simple shot is maybe they had him grinding, like you know, um, the grain, like going around grinding the grain. Morris, that's not what it means. Tochen is also used in the lotion of the Navi as a lotion of, 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 of intercourse. So they could say an Im, uh, when, Im, Im, when something, an, an immoral act has happened, it's called grinding. That's the expression. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan, ain't china el lotion avera. It's a lotion of sinning. Bechenu Omer, the Pazak says that titchan la'acher ishti, that my, my wife grinds for someone else. It's a lotion of that adultery. Since he was known for his prowess, and everybody wanted the strength of Shimshon, what they did was, if they allowed all of the populace to bring their wives to the jail and to uh, force Shimshon to impregnate their wives because they wanted their wives to ha- bear the seed of Shimshon. In order they should get pregnant from him. Now, there is sh- What's that? How was he allowed to do that? Well, how was he allowed to do any other stuff that he did? 
So, the, but the, the Rishonim actually deal with the fact they say that it's not, he didn't actually have relations with them. They, there's the concept that when a woman is, uh, we see very often after a woman goes to the mikvah, if she sees, if she sees something, it has an impact. So, it wasn't actually, I had relations with her, but they wanted that they, when they get pregnant, that's the al I think, says shot like that. Anyway, so it says more like this. So, Amra Baba, Damra Inchi, and that's what people say, Kameh Shasi Chamra Chamra. That in the one person who likes to drink wine, you put wine. We can make refuga in front of the, the, the vegetarian, the person that 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 is the gardener. Grida duvla, put a basket of vegetables. So I guess it means that God deals with people in terms of what yeah. they're predisposed with. It's almost like He puts meaning because he himself had shown uh, a predisposition to. Uh, having relations with these women, so therefore that's in the part of his punishment, that's what happened as well. Alright. Person should know that if a person acts in an adulterous manner, so it doesn't, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The wife also is going to act in an adulterous manner too. Shenema, the Pazuk says, it's really the continuation of the last Pazuk, that's why it's bringing it down. The Pazuk is, Im nifte libi, Al Isha, it says that if my heart is seduced concerning a woman, another woman, some adulterous relationship, Al Isha, Pesach Rei Arafti, and I, I, I laid in wait by the na- my neighbor's door. So if the, that's the pasuk. Then uh, the 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 pasuk is connected with the uh, with the other pasuk. but Titchan la'achar ishti. My wife uh, grinds for someone else. And others will kneel over her. But the point is that because you are acting, uh, 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 you are, are, are predisposed to adultery, don't think that that is going to stop because gonna, your wife is going to act that way as well. And that's what it says. Actually, this is talking about, in Megillah, it brings down this by the party that was made by Avi. Uh, by Achashverosh and Vashti, that he had a party for the men that involved like an like an an, an orgy and involved a licentious behavior, and she did it for the women. So it says, uh, that he deals with the big pumpkins, and she deals with the small pumpkins. But they're both dealing in pumpkins, meaning there just might be different different sizes of pumpkins, but they're both dealing with pumpkins. Okay. That the way Shimshon judged the Jewish people, it was like his father in heaven. It was the same Shem Shemayim. Shenemar, this is a part of, part of the bracha that was given to by Yaakov to Dan. Shimshon is a descendant of Dan. It says, Dan Yodin Amo Ke'achat Shifta Yisrael. The way we're dodging the Pesach is, Dan Yodin Amo Ke'achat, like the one, capital, Z, uh, capital O. That Dan, the judge the, the, of, of Dan, Shimshon will judge, the, he was the, uh, the judge from Dan, he judged them like HaKadosh Baruch would judge them. Shenema Dan Yodin Amo Ke'achat. Okay. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Shimshon al Shmoshel Hakadosh Baruch Nikra. The name Shimshon contains in it. The Gemara right now assumes it means actually the name of Hashem. Where do you see the name of Hashem in the name Shimshon? Shenema, because the pasuk says Ki Shemesh Umagan Hashem Elokim. It says that God Shemesh means a protector. 
God is a protector and a shield for the Jewish people. So the, 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 uh, the understanding, the Havamin right now, the, uh, in the uh, initial understanding, is the word Shemesh, protector, is the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when it says, El so that, that should be one of the names you can't erase. If Shimshon contains within the name of Hashem, you should not be allowed to erase the name Shimshon. It alludes to an attribute of HaKadosh Baruch It's not the actual name of HaKadosh Baruch It means HaKadosh Baruch is the protector, so that's what it refers to. HaKadosh Baruch is a protector for the entire world. So Shimshon and his generation protected the Jewish people. Bilam was lame in one foot, in one leg. That's where the Mephorim said that's when his foot got crushed by the donkey. donkey uh, mm-hmm. Right. Shefi. That he went, Shefi means limp. He went limp. He was lame in one foot. Shimshon Shimshon was lame in both his legs. I don't know exactly what that means or when that actually happened. All right. <coughs> but, uh, you know, it, it would be hard pressed to think that he could accomplish what he accomplished being. Uh, Lame in both legs, but anyway, it says in both legs. Shenemar shefifon ale orach. That in the blessings again, this is the blessings of Dun. It says you will be a a a a a a a a a poisonous snake that slithers along the way. Slithering means he's not using his feet because he could. And it's a lotion of shefis double shefifon. Double shefi means he was lame in both of his legs. There were five individuals created in history that were similar to Akash Baruch meaning they were above humanity. They, it were, they had certain uh, uh, characteristics or certain physical attributes uh, that, were, that were created above the norm in mankind. So just as God, Rashi, is above man, they were also above, in this particular area, they were above man. But because of that, they didn't, they, they, or their mis- misuse of that, that's actually how they ended up getting punished through that particular area. They all were punished in that way. Shimshon is Bekoichai. He was created uh, the, uh, as part of his Nazirus. He got the, that, that, that spiritual infusion gave him tremendous amount of strength. Shal Betzavaro. Tzavaro is his neck. Exactly what that means. I don't know whether it's, 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 it's literal or, or... But it means he was... The Pazak tells us that Shechva that he was a neck above all mankind. So his neck, somehow his neck, his height, it's his height. What? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Avshalom Besaro, Avshalom through his hair. He had magnificent hair. Tzitkiyahu Be'enav, Tzitkiyahu had unbelievable eyesight. Aso Beraglov, Aso was one of the, uh, the Malche Yehuda, I think he was. And therefore, he had his, his legs, his, his ability, his, 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 he was uh, very f- uh, f- uh, fast. And sh- all right, so let's see how we see that they were punished through these attributes. Shimshon bekoichai, Shimshon through his strength, we mentioned his downfall, is his strength departed him. He misused of his strength, caused his strength to depart. And that's how they, they, they got him. Shaul but Savaro Shaul died through his neck. He fell on the sword. So Rashi says that the Gemara is assuming that based the sword where people die from is the neck means he fell. He put the sword by his neck and he and he fell on it. Avshalom b'sa'aru, Avshalom died through his hair. Like we're going to say later on. We see that his downfall came through his eyes. Pesach says that when Tzitkiyahu rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar, so Nebuchadnezzar conquered his forces. He took Tzitkiyahu, he murdered his children in front of him, and then he blinded him, he took out his eyes. So it says like this, He took out the eyes, he blinded the eyes of Tzitkiyahu. 
Also, Rashi says he doesn't know where we see that he's exceptional in his, with his legs, but, but nevertheless, it says, that towards his old age, he got a disease of the, of the foot. What was the disease of his feet, of his foot? So, Amrav Yehuda, Amrav Sha'achas, Padagra. I think Padagra probably means gout. We'll see, because the way it's described, gout. It's a certain joint, right? Amalei Marzutra, Bereidra of Nachman, the Rav Nachman. How would you describe the sickness of Padagra? So I'm like It's like needles in the flesh. In, in raw flesh. How did Rav Nachman know this? It's an interesting question all of a sudden. He himself had it. He suffered from gout. That's how he knew. One answer. Igrami, second answer. Mirabe Shamale, he heard it from his Rebbe. His Rebbe told him. The Igda Amre, Said Hashem, Le Yereyav, Le Idiam, Obrista Le Idiam. That God lets uh, those who fear him, he gives, lets them in on the secret. He gives them secrets and he has a covenant to let them know things that nobody else knows. He tells them, he gives them that information. I'm trying to say that these five things that were gifted to them because they misused them in their life? They, they, it seems that somehow their, their downfall came through them. At least in Shimson we see there was misused. Rava Darash Rava, Asa. Why did Asa, what did he do wrong that he got punished? So Mona says like this, Mona, there's a story there that, the, that there was a civil war and the Malchus Yisroel attacked the Malchus Yehuda. I think it was the name of the Pearl by the name of Baasha, I think his name was. So Baasha, and he surrounded, uh, he surrounded one of the cities in Yehuda. And when he left, he had built up a, uh, in order to, to stop them from escaping, he had built up all the, the uh, bricks and wall, and, 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 and Melech Asa enlisted everybody, he said, no one's excused, to come and help dismantle the structure that was built around the city. And he even used Talmidei Chachamim. So therefore the Mora says that for taking Talmidei Chachamim and putting them into that type of uh, labor, that is why he was punished. Because of his enlisting into service, Talmid Racham, the Avoid Samelach, he enlisted them into king's service, he was not allowed to do that. Labor service. Right, but I, I, I it's similar. I don't know. Shanamar, as the Pazak says, Vamelach Asa, Hishmias call Yehuda, he enlisted the entire Yehuda. Call Yehuda means even the Talmid Chachamim. Ainaki, no one was excused. Says more, what's the additional Ainaki? Amrav Yehuda, Amrav, I feel the Chosen Mechadra, the Kalam Echuposa. Even the Chosen from his chamber and the Kala from her canopy, they also had to go help and uh, remove the, uh, the, the, the rampart or whatever was made uh, outside the city. Siv. So the Pazak says that Shimshon went, he was in Eretz Yisrael, and he went down to Timnah. So Timnah seems to be lower than Eretz Yisrael. But there's another Pazak that says, by Yehuda, when Yehuda was also living in, he was living in Eretz Yisrael, they were living in, uh, in, in, uh, in Shechem. So it says, that, that uh, Tamar was told that Yehuda is coming to Timnah. So it says there, the Pazak says, that uh, 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 was the place. The pasuk says that that summer was notified. Lamar hine chamich. Your father-in-law Ola Timnasa is coming up to Timna. So obviously, the Gemara's question wants to know is that what, is it is, 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 is it a, a going in Eretz Yisrael? They both were living in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, but Gemara is assuming right now whatever they they, they will see in these different directions. But why is one called going up and one is called going down? So Amr Abelaza Shimshon is in his Ghana Shimshon, his downfall came through 
Timno. <laughs> so therefore, by Shimshon Ksivbe Yerida, by him it's considered a Yerida to go down. But Yehudosh and his Alaba, from that action in Timno came out, Rashi says, Malchus Beis David came from there, and 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 and, and Nevi'im came from there, so therefore Ksivbe Aliyah, so therefore there was an elevation. Rebbe was it? Rebbe Shmuel by Nachmeni Amar. Shtei saw you. There's actually two Tim. There's two different cities. Chad by Yerida, one is going down from Israel. Chad by Aliyah, one was up in the mountains. Rapapa Amar Chada Tim Nahavit. Only one Tim no. but it's, it's, it was in the middle of a mountain. So it depends where you're coming from, right? The Asim Mehaigi. So you come from one direction. So you read. Yurido. The Azimai Giz, they come from another direction, it is an Aliyah. For example, the going Vardunya, Ube Beri, and Sugar Denarash, the, the Mark of These are all places that, depending on where you come, one's going up, one's going down. Okay. Batasha Bepezach Einayim. And now we're going to, now we already segue into the story of Tamar and Yehuda. So it says that she sat in a place which Bepezach Einayim, open to the eyes. It's like a crossroads. Right? What does that mean? So Amrav is quite well, it's interesting way. Call it Parsh's Drachim. Normally in uh, a crossroads called the Parsh Drachim. Why is it called a place that's open to the eyes? So Amrav Alexandri, Melamed Shaholcha Vyash for low, Bepisko Shal Avram Avinu. She went and sat at the opening that was the opening of Avramavinu. Avramavinu's house was open on all four sides, means everybody came, saw it, was accessible on all four sides. Magam Shakole Naim Tsofasliroso, a place where all eyes are. So the simple reading, very simplistically, is she found a place that everybody, no matter which direction you come from, you see. But but obviously, and then Ashin Chumash makes an allusion to it, she was understanding that she needed to have a connection to the uh, the dynasty that's created by Avram Avinu, right? Okay. Rav Chanin Amarav says, "Mokam hu sheshmo einayim." Again, very balabatish. This is a place. There's a place at the opening of the city called Einayim. We find other places in the Torah. It's Tapuch ve'Einam. Einam is Einayim. That's the name. Two names of places. Rashi Menachmeni Amar shenosno Einayim ledvareha. Einayim means she gave reason. She took away any uh, reservations that Yehuda would have. And having relations with her, meaning when Yehuda engaged her, he asked her questions, and her answers took away any any uh, uh, reservations that he would have. Keshetava when he when he was um, her when he uh, solicited her. So Amar Allah, he said Shema Noichris At. He says maybe you're an idol worship. Amala Gioris Ani Gioris. The Rishon explained is that that doesn't mean necessarily that she's converted to Judaism. It mean that she's she has renounced her idol worship. She's a she keeps keeps a shivas bnei Noach. Shema Aishas Ishat. Maybe you're a married woman. Amala Penuya Ani. I'm a single woman. Shema Kibel Bach Avich Kedushin. Maybe your father you don't know about. Maybe your father accepted Kedushin for you, so you are betrothed. Amala Yosema Ani. I am a Yosoma. Shemat uh, maybe you are Nida. Amalei Taharani, I've gone to the mikvah. Now Rashi says, very interesting Rashi over here, but Rashi says, Lechora, what about the fact that she's his daughter-in-law? Right? So Rashi says, the fact is that since she was married off by her mother and brother, that was not necessarily considered a legally binding marriage, and also they never consummated the marriage, and therefore she really is not, was not married to the first two, and therefore she's not officially... The daughter-in-law. That's a, that's a Rashi explains over here. Father yeah, his father was she was abroad as a, an orphan. Now says thing more like this. Okay, now back to Avram Avinu. This is interesting. Segue. 
It says literally means he, he planted an Eishel in Beishev. What is an Eishel? He made an orchard. He made all types of delicacies growing in this orchard that people should want to come and stay, stop by him so he could be Mekayim the Mitzvah of Achnos' Orchim. He once said it was actually an orchard. No, actually it was a hotel. He had made like an inn. And that's what Rashi brings down. That's the Rashi in Chumash. Eishel is the Rashi Tevos for Achila, eating, shtia, drinking, and Levaya and accompanying the three mitzvahs that are involved in uh, in, 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 uh, and that's the one going to the opinion that says it was a hotel. Now you tell me it was an actual orchard. Planting. He planted an orchard. But if you hold that it was an, a structure, an inn, my vayito, why is it used vayito? Where it says, no, we have, uh, we have precedent for that. It says in the Pesach, vayito ale apadno. He, 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 uh, he uh, pitched the tents of his, of, 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 of his palace. So you see that pitching a tent is also a lotion of ayita of planting. I guess you have to knock the pegs into the ground or something. Right. So it is also used a lotion of ayita. Let's go on. It says by Avram Avinu by Sham, and he called there Hashem Hashem Keilolam by the name of Hashem, the God of the world. So Amrish Lagish Al Tikri, don't read the pasuk as Vayikra that he called. Ela Vayakri. Vayakri means it's Hifil. He made others call in Hashem's name. What Avraham Avinu would use is the mitzvah of Avnos Orchim to get others to mention God's name. How did he do that? He called, he got, uh, got God's name mentioned. He got them to call out to Hashem, everyone who passed by him. Kate said, how did he do it? So, when they finished eating, and drinking, they wanted to bless him as the host for feeding and giving them to drink. So, you didn't eat my food. Michelle he ate God's food. If you want to thank anyone, you should thank and praise the one who said, Let there be a world. Okay. Now, going back to Yehuda. It says that Yehuda saw her and he thought that she was a harlot. Because her face was covered. Now that really doesn't go together because, because a harlot doesn't act modestly. So what do you mean? He thought that she was a, a, a harlot because she covered her face. If anything, that's the reason not to be a harlot by covering her face. So says the Gemara, he thought she was a harlot because she covered her face. So no, Moses is like this. What happened is as follows. That means that in her father-in-law's house, whenever her father-in-law would come to see her as the son, she always had a face. She was modest. The face was covered. He never knew what she looked like. So that's how to read the puzzle. Why did he think his daughter-in-law was a harlot? Because her face had been covered all the years before that she was in a in a son's house, and he never recognized her. That's the shot over here. To Amr Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman, Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman, he says, "What's that?" So he didn't know it was her. Exactly. What's that? So that's not what it's saying. She wasn't dressed that way. It's saying that she wasn't covered now. She had covered herself then. That's why now. So he didn't know that was her. Right. Amr Rav Yonason. <laughs> and from here we learn that any time, any color, a, a, a woman, once she gets married, gets comfortable in, in, in the home. It's saying, therefore, in the father-in-law's house, doesn't necessarily feel the need to cover up or to be modest. But it says, from here you see that any daughter-in-law that is modest, in the father-in-law's house, she merits and from her can come 
kings and prophets. Minolan, how do we learn that? Mitamar, from Tamar, Nevi'im, we see the Chsev Chazan Yeshaya ben Amotz. We see that Yeshaya, who was the Navi, he was a Navi, and he had a father who was a Navi named Amotz. Now, how do we see it came from Tamar? We'll see in a moment. Melachim, we see with David. David Amelach came from that relationship between Yehuda and Tamar. Right? David Amelach, from, uh, from, from that union came the twins, Peretz and uh, Zerach, and David was a descendant from Peretz. So Mara says like this, V'amar Rabbi Levi, davar zem, mesores b'yodeinu, that this is a... Um, Tradition in our hands, Mavasena from our forefathers, that Amats and Amatia Achim Hayu, they were actually brothers. Amats and Amatia were brothers. Now, Amatia was one of the kings of Yehuda, and Amat was the father of Yeshaya, Yeshayahu. So you see from here prophets coming in the same line from David Amelech. All right, Dvaiter. He mutzes. Now the one says like this: that when she was found to be pregnant, so David, so so uh, so Yehuda felt that she had violated the terms of marriage; that she had to wait for Shelah, and therefore she had adultery. And he said she has to be taken out, taken out, and be and be burnt. Now the the pasuk says that he mutzes. I'm not sure exactly how the grammar works here, but I'm going to go right the way Raj explains it. We'll just go with Rashi. He says he mutzes implies she found something. It shouldn't say he mutzes. It should say he mitutzes me boyle. Mitutzes would say she's being taken out forcefully, not that she's found anything. So I'm Rabbi Lazar. No, no, actually, it's talking that she did find something. What that means that, that what, what, what she was brought to Yehuda, she was taken out. What does mean she was taken? She, after she found the simonim, she was taken to Yehuda. What happened over here? That the, the Malach of Esav is called Sam. Some uh, Alev Lamed. And the, uh, the, 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 the Malach of Esau wanted her to get burnt because he knew that from her is going to come David HaMelech and David HaMelech is going to be the one to destroy Esau. So therefore, in order to protect that from happening, he hid away the simonim, the three signs. Remember, she had the signet ring and she had the uh, seal and, and the staff. So she had the simonim, the Malach of Esav hid him away in order she shouldn't find him. The Malach Gavriel, who's the Malach of fire, Rashi says, he came and he found them and he brought them back to her. So it means after she found them, she was brought to Yehuda. That's what it means. After, that's what the Himotzeis refers to. So what happened was, Achashanimtsu, after we find, why? Simone, why? Because Basam, oh, and he hid him away. But Gabriel, the Kirvan, Gabriel came and he brought him back. And I knew the Siv, and that's what it meant in the Pazak and Tehillim. What does it say in the Pazak and Tehillim? It says, Lam not sayach, that uh, for the conductor, that's the way he starts on the Tehillim, it's refer- referencing the conductor, the, right, on, in the base of England. Al Yonas Ilaim, for the mute dove, the dove that is mute. Rechokim, for things that had been far away, Le David Michtam. What is going on here? So Amrab Yechanan Mishas and Israchu Simonim. The Rechokim refers to the Simonim that had been hidden away, distance from her. Naza she became Kiyonas Elam like a Yona Elam like a mute dove. All right, and therefore what it's saying is Ledavid and 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 the reason why it was necessary to find these things is because of David Michtam. What does that mean? Sheyetzemimena that David should come out from her that he was Michtam. What is Michtam? Mach he was humble. V'tam. Lechol, uh, 
He was he was humble and he was uh, and he was and 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 he was perfect in in, in every. I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry. The time of the call and he was and he was humble and he was perfect. The call means he acted that way for everybody. He wasn't just humble for certain people. He was humble for everyone. Dover Acher Mechtam. What does it mean, Mechtam? That Dover Melech Shaisa Makosay Tamo. Makosay is the Makamila, the place where the person gets the wound. He was born. Uh, un, he was born circumcised. That means Tama was perfect. Was not. He did not need circumcision. Shenola Keshu Mahu. Dover Acher. Another explanation. Mechtam Keshem Shbekatnuso Hiktin Atzma. Just as when he was uh, of small stature, when he was a youngster, he humbled himself. Etzel Misha Gadolmena to who he was. Was greater than him, right? Lima Torah. In order to be able to study Torah, it didn't matter. He did not have any errors about him. So too, when he was already a king, he, he humbled himself to study Torah by his Rebbe. Uh, I was Achitofa. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mephibosheth. He would study by Mephibosheth. Doesn't matter. He would humble himself. Now continues the pasuk. The pasuk says like this. The pasuk says. He shilcha el chamio lemor leish asher eiloloi anochi hara. Means she said that she went to the he shilcha el chamio lemor saying leish asher eiloloi anochi hara. That's who I became pregnant to. Someone says, why is she speaking in, in in riddles? Just say you made me pregnant. It's you, right? Teimalei. Let's say teimemeimar. Say it out plus a straight. So Amar Rav Zutra Bar Tuvia, Amar Rav, Amar Lo, and some say Amar Rav Chana Bar Bizna, Amar Rabbi Shimon Chasidim, Amar Lo was Amar Rabbi Yochanan Mishum, Rabbi Shimon Yochai. Noach Lo Lo Adam, you see that it's preferable for a person sheyapelas mosok kifshan eish to allow himself be thrown into a furnace of fire va'al yalbim bnei chaver barabim in order not to embarrass someone publicly. Minolan, where do we know that from? Mitamar, we know it from Tamar because she did not. She could have said straight out, "You made me." They would have embarrassed him publicly, so she. Allowed him to admit instead of directly embarrassing him. Says the Moravite, the Pazak is Hakir no. Recognize, please recognize if whose these are. So Amarab Khamabarabi Khanina, the Hakir Bisar La Aviv. That's the same words that he used for his father when he brought the father's uh Sonas dipped in blood. Hakir no, do you recognize who these is? She used the same words. Recognize, obviously, there's a mida connected mida over there. But Haker Bisruhu, that with Haker they notified uh, uh, him, and Bahakar Bisar, the same word, uh, recognize he notified his father. Haker, no, what is, uh, I'm sorry, Bahakar Bisar, Ave, Bahakar Bisru, Bahakar, he notified his father, Bahakar, they notified him. Bahakar Bisar, he notified his father, this is Haker, no, Aksan has been Chahi, do recognize as being the uh, tunic of your son. Bahakar bisru, hakar no, the, uh, 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 let me, let me. Please, do you recognize who this belonged to? Why did she say no, please? Why did she use no? No, 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 it's pleading. She said that I'm, I'm pleading to you, acknowledge the face of your creator. Now, what I, I think it means is like this acknowledge that your, this is something that I could has orchestrated. Recognize that this is something that Akash Baruch is orchestrating, means giving him like a little bit of a, you know, it's, it's not like you messed up. It means Akash Baruch Hu wants this to happen. And don't ignore me, because he could have just said, I don't recognize it. So therefore, what's that? 
he had one letter added to him from the name of Kodesh Baruch We say this in one of the, I think Wednesday, one of the the Shushalyom, Hamishi. It is Edis be Yehosef Samo that a testimony to Yosef's actions. They placed his name as 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 Yosef. He got an extra hey, the hey from Hashem Hashem. Yehuda shekidei Shem Shemayim Farhesya. He sanctified God's name publicly. Right? So therefore, he got the whole name of Yehuda. Yud Kevavke is contained within Yehuda's name. Kevin Shehodov Amar Mimeni, when he admitted and he said, She is correct, it's me, I am the Father. Yodzabaskov Amra came out a heavenly voice and said, Atahi Tsalto Tamar you have saved three souls over here, Tamar. And the two twins, Minaor from fire, Chayecha by your life, Eloshan Shvuah, an oath, Shani Matzil Beschuscha, I'm gonna save in your merit, Gimel Mibonayich, three of your descendants, Minaor from the fire. And Ma Nina, who are they? Chananya, Mishal, Vazariah, that were thrown into the, uh, furnace and did not burn. That's in the schus of Yehuda saving the three law, three souls now. Those three souls were saved later. So the admission is the Shem Shemayim of Fahazia? What's that? What's the Kiddush Shemayim of Fahazia? I guess that even a great person is still willing to, uh, I guess, that, that, that bore the Kiddush Hashem. I guess that, that's... Uh, yeah. Now, says the Gemara like this. Um, where's the place? Minah Yada. Says the Gemara, when it like this. If I was Yehuda, he would say, listen, if she's sitting there prostituting herself to me, it could have been, anybody could have been the father of the child. How did he know for sure that, uh, that, that the children are his? Okay, the signs only show that he consorted with her. Could have been 500 other people are, uh, in, in that week as well. How did he know it was him? Someone says like this, Yotz Abbasco, the Amra Mimeni. The more in Marcus brings us down as well. means like this, is that he said... Sotka, she's correct. And a heavenly voice came out and said, Mimeni, from me. Yes, Hashem saying, I orchestrated this. Mimeni, it's coming. I'm the one who has orchestrated this. Yatsu Kavushim, from me came out the hidden things. These hidden things, these clandestine things, I'm the one and behind it. I made it happen. Now, the Pazik says, at the end, says, Velo Yosaf Oid Ledaito. That the simple shot is that he didn't go back having relations with her ever again. That's what a simple shot is. But it says Amr Shmuel, Sabah Hamud Rav Shmuel Bar Ami, Mishmeid Rav Shmuel Bar Ami, Kevin Shayodo, once he started having relations with her, Shuvloi Posak Vimena, he did not cease. Lo Yosav doesn't mean that he didn't continue, it means that he did not cease having relations with her. Where do we see that? Because Ksiv Hacha, it says over here, Velo Yosav, Ode, and he did not, whatever Yosav means, Ladaito, Vixiv Hosam by Harsina, it says, Call God over Lo Yosav. And that a large sound, a large shofar blowing, that did not cease. 
So therefore, you see the word Yosef means he's Rashi in Chumash doesn't learn like that. Rashi learns in Chumash actually that he did stop, and the uh, Yosef means that it was a sh- that a shofar blow that actually stopped. But uh, anyway, well, how is he allowed to continue into that shot? Because I mean, the Ramban says that that you know, the format in Torah, a father could do Yibum as well. So he was like performing the mitzvah of Yibum. All right. Avshalom nizgar b'sa'aro. Now going back to, we had the five people that had certain qualities. So it says, Avshalom, he was, uh, he, 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 he took pride in his hair. So Gmarim says like this, Tan Rabbonin, Avshalom b'sa'aro morad. He threw his hair, he rebelled. He rebelled. I guess it means there was certain arrogance. He said, right, Shenemar, Avshalom, loya ish yafer. Avshalom was the most beautiful, most handsome of all men. And he used to have this beautiful hair, and he used to cut it once a year because he was a Nazir Olam, like we learned. When he would shave his head uh, from time to time, when he would cut his hair, because it became very heavy on him, and he shaved it, he cut it off, and when they would measure it, it came out to be 200 using the, uh, the Evan HaMelech, means the, most, the heaviest weights, the, the, weights of the, the, the weights of the monarch. That was the weights used by the people of Tveria, the people of Tzipori, which are very heavy weights. And therefore, since he became arrogant and, his, and pride came through his hair, that's why he too was hung by his hair. Shenemar, the Bozik says, now what happened basically was that um, Avshalom, Avshalom was uh, killed uh, Amnon. Amnon had raped his half-sister Tamar which was also the sister of Avshalom. So Avshalom went and killed Amnon. And David HaMelech was upset and he banished Avshalom from Yerushalayim. And Yoav saw the, the, the grieving that David had for, because, he had loved, because he loved Avshalom so much. He convinced uh, David to take back Avshalom, bring him back to the city. So he brought back Avshalom, and once Avshalom came back to the city, he started this uh, mutiny, this rebellion, but he did it in a very, very smart way. He got people to like him, and then he got that letter from David HaMelech that he can have two Talmidic HaChomim accompany him to go give him Korbonus and Kevron, and he showed it to a hundred different... He had two hundred people, and that's the whole rebellion started. And, 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 and the, 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 the Pesach over here is that after the, 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 the rebellion, he's been defeated, and he's running away. And he comes, it says, <coughs> and he happened to come upon Avshalom, Lifnei Avdei David, that Yoav and Yoav's servants, who are servants of David, they now encounter him. And now he's trying to get away from them because they're trying to kill him. And he was riding a mule. And the donkey ran under a low lying branch. Of an of of a certain type of tree, an oak tree. I don't know what kind of tree it is. a large one. And his head, his hair, got caught, tangled in the branches. And he became suspended. Means he he became suspended between the ground and the heaven. And the donkey kept going. So he's now hanging uh, from 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 the from the from the uh, from the tree. Okay. Now, uh, he took his sword and he wanted to cut his own hair to allow him to 
fall to the ground. Tana, we learned in the Bryce at the Bay Rabbi Shmuel, from the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel, Ba'ozashah, Nifka Shom Mitachtav. Hagarish Borgo caused Gehenim to open up underneath him. He looked down and he saw Gehenim. It means he realized that if he would cut him, he would fall straight down into Gehenim. But, uh, right, so, so, and therefore he couldn't get away, and then they, they came and they pierced him 13 times, whatever, and they killed him. Okay, now, the Pazak says when they notified Dovra Melech that his son had been killed, it says, Vayir Gaza Melech, and the king trembled, Vayal al Aliyah Ashar, and he went up to the upper chamber, Vayevk, and he cried, Vecho Amar Belechto, and as he was going up, he was crying and saying the following things, Beni Avshalom, Beni, my son Avshalom, my son, Beni Avshalom, my son Avshalom, Miyatein Musi Ani Tachtech, it's unbelievable, this guy just tried to have him killed, he slept with his concubines, kicked him, he says, he says to him, if I could die instead of you, I would have given myself up to die instead of you. Right. So obviously a lot of these things, we don't know who Avshalom was. You have to know who Avshalom was. But anyway, what's that? So, 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 the Mephoshim actually say that he felt that David was no longer fit after the story of Basheva. He was no longer fit to be Melech. And that's why it was really, there wasn't like he just, for his own, for his own purpose. But anyway, so it says like this. So the Gemara wants to know that David and Melech said, and eight times he said the word Bani, my son. Why did David Amelech say the words Bani eight times? Lama. Was a shiva to ask him a shiva madura gehenim that that what David was being mispal on behalf of Avmelech. So the first seven benis, each one brought him up from another level of gehenim. He had fallen down to the lowest seven, seventh uh, level of gehenim, and no uh, uh, of shalom and David's. Tefillah, each time he said the word, he's my son, he's my son, lifted him, elevated him, he got him out of the seventh level of, uh, the seventh levels of Gehenim. But Idach, what was the eighth time he said, Benifor, the Amri, the Amri, the Kariya he had become decapitated and the, the body and the head had been separated. So a miracle happened, the eighth time is that the head should be reunited with the body. And some say that the reason the eighth time is, okay, you got him out of Gehenim, but the eighth time is to get him into Olam Habo. All right. Uh, it says, Shalom took, it doesn't say what he took, and he erected a monument in his life. He created a monument for himself when he was alive. But what did he take? My Lokach, what did he take? So Amrish Lokach, Shalokach, Mekach, Rola, Atzmo. That he took, so he took a bad purchase for himself. Is that, uh, that Shalom took, um, for himself means he, his, his, his arrogance or whatever it is, and that, that, that caused him to, he, he went in a path that he shouldn't have gone, and that caused him even to make a, a, a monument for himself. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Wrapped, wrapped his face. I know. You want to come out? And... Yo, you